So I did a, an analytics audit, uh, SEO audit of her website, did a whole video over what she should change and why. Of course, trying to sell my website design services. I've been trying to sell them to her for years. We launched her site on July 4th. By July 9th, their conversions were up 900%. Oh my gosh, Jody! Their time on page of the site for each page of the site went from an average of less than a minute to over 11 minutes. Time on site, not time on page. She is thrilled, of course. Of course. It is, it's absolutely amazing. And what I love about it is it proves my point. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome or welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and today is actually a retake. I asked my friend to come on the show and we had a fabulous conversation and then the file didn't do what it was supposed to do when it downloaded and we're having a do-over. So maybe this time will be even better than the last time, which is going to be hard to match, but we're going to give it a whirl. So let me tell you about today's guest. Jody Bourne is a business consultant, marketing strategist, and website designer focusing on luxury homes, glamping, and niche vacation rental experiences. With a rich background in business management, customer service, brand messaging, and marketing spanning diverse industries, Jody gives savvy hosts and growing professional guest-first vacation rental businesses. Her passion for tourism and hospitality drives her to help hosts achieve long-term success, guests to enjoy unique and memorable experiences, and communities to thrive. Now, she is one of my friends from my beloved vacation rental industry, but everything that we talk about today is applicable to any industry and any business, and so make sure you stay tuned in. Welcome to the show, Jody. Thank you, Amber. Thank you. I love that intro. It's just like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) When I interview my friends, though, sometimes I'm like, there's everything that I want to say about this person. Like, you know, there's so much more to it. And so I think I'm going to add on to that bio that I think one reason why like we connect is like we're both kind of keep it real kind of people. And in, especially in an industry where there could be just a lot of BS and a lot of like, you know, fluff and things like that, like you and I just don't vibe like that. So, yeah. And it's probably that teen mom thing that we both have in common. And we're both kind of the Southern girls. That's right. And we both have red hair. I don't know if yours is natural, but mine is. Mine is natural. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's a lot of that. Yeah. No BS. Yeah. No BS. Yeah. That's a. Uh... There's just no time for BS. And I think too, like from the teen mom perspective, it's like, okay, A, there is no room for BS, but also like, I don't need to look good. I need to be good. I don't need you to like what this looks like. I need you to be a real ride or die or get the way, get out of my way because there's no energy for that. There's no time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So it's with that, that these two branding marketing chicks come to you and we're like, okay, here's how to roll when it comes to, especially online digital marketing website. What does that look like? And it's not about vanity metrics and it's not about looking cool. It's about conversions. It's about using these tools. So you could put dollar dollar bills y'all in your bank account because young broke moms, that's what we were focused on, right? 
<laughs> that is exactly right. The young broke moms uh-huh. <laughs> what, making the money in all the legal ways that are out there. Oh, on all the legal ways. Yes. Legal and ethical. Like let's add ethical right. to that as it well. Definitely like, add ethical. I mean, you do you, but there's certain things I would not do for um, cash, <laughs> but business minded. Yes, absolutely. So let me just ask this first, because I think, you know, when we talk about why we got into what we get into it, it just really helps people connect with you or not. And then Mm -hmm. of course, in branding, we want things to be a hell no or hell yes. So what is it that like got you down the path of website development and marketing and branding and all these crazy things in one business? So, you know, I have been working my ass off since I was 15 years old and I didn't, wasn't able to go to college until I was a, an adult. I was 33, had three kids and had already worked in all the industries. I'd already been in business management, retail management, customer service, hospitality, PR, social media, all of those things I had already done. And so when I did get a degree, I got, I got a degree in public relations like you and, um, and popular culture studies. And so then when I was able to like really focus on what I wanted to do, it was just, you know, just this love of helping people. Uh, I mean, to be quite honest, knowing all the things. Right. <laughs> Where can I apply all of this knowledge and exactly. funnel it towards a result? <laughs> exactly. And I, I think it isn't, it's in your book where you talk about how it's just like all these little breadcrumbs led to you going, oh, this is my life. And of course, this is my life because look at all the things I've done and how it led to this life. Yeah. So, you know, I've helped numerous people in numerous industries. And even since I've been, you know, owned my own business, when I first started my own business, I did Amy, I mean, a Marie Forleo's B-School uh-huh. and met tons and tons of women in there and, and started helping them with their businesses. So I've helped so many different kinds of businesses and then just happened to fall into hospitality and, and tourism because I love it. I love tourism. And so mostly focused, I would say 99.9% focused on that. But right now I'm building a website for an e-commerce Shopify store for a lady who designs greeting cards. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. yeah. She's a, she's a uh, nail tech, carpal tunnel, can't do nails anymore, but she's a beautiful painter, watercolor painting. And so she's turning that into a side career and hoping. And so I'm I'm helping her, teaching her all the things. Yeah. And I think that's such a piece when I think about you and how you do things. Like that's such a differentiator for you. Is it you really care about the fact that mm-hmm. she's had this career and now she's had the setback. And so what do we need to do to get her life and her business aligned for her new reality? Like, you care yeah. about that. It's not just like, oh, here's another website we're working on. Check in the boxes. Like you're that in it. So like true. go to the mat with people. I go to the mat with people. I love, you know, I love helping people, um, but I don't want to be a nurse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me help you make some money. Yeah, <laughs> I want to help the make nurse. money. And I, I really have a passion for helping women make money and helping women be independent. Even if they're still, you know, married women are cool, all of that, but they feel this sense of I did it. Yeah. And I just love seeing that on somebody's face. Yeah. But you know that feeling because you didn't like, and no, if like, listen, if you own a franchise or you bought a business, like I'm not knocking that because it's hard work period, end of discussion, full stop. But 
I think there is something to be said for there is just vapor and air. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now I have a business with a business model and regular income and a strategy to feed my family, like Mm -hmm. to go from zero to where you are. Like I can imagine that that gives you a lot of empathy for businesses and what it takes to do what they do. Yes, I think that's definitely true. I mean, I was telling a lady the other day, I I remember working for $25, like driving to somebody's home to teach them how to use Facebook for $25, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So being able to say, I fully support an employee who has two things as a single mom is a wonderful accomplishment that I never actually really even dreamed I would be able to have. And so I, I do, you're right. I love being able to, to say that I help people. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but every time that I run payroll, I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. like it doesn't hurt my heart for money to go away because I know damn well, none of that money would have come to me if I didn't have the right team who right. is like the, the engine and you know, everything. So it, it yeah. brings me joy. Okay. So let's talk about websites just in general. What? So back in the day, it was basically like an online brochure. But mm-hmm. now there's so much that goes into having a website and conversions and like, you know, how long have they stayed on the page and are they hopping around? So like in your best, you know, kind of synopsis of what should a website do for a small to medium sized business? Like what's the point of a website in the year of our Lord 2023? <laughs> <laughs> well, it really depends on your business, but if you're selling something and whether that's a service or a product or a vacation rental or whatever it is that you are selling, speaking opportunities, whatever, then you have to have a website that is driven to engage people to take a step. Mm. Now, the step is up to you. Every page may have a different step, a different call to action. There may be, you shouldn't have more than two calls to action on a page, but You want the users of your website to know what to do next. And sometimes that what to do next is not to buy. Sometimes it's to learn more, to get more information. But sometimes it's, hey, get off the, I don't know if this is a saying, but the the X or get off the pot Uh (laughs) saying. So yeah, I mean, make a decision. But to answer your question, conversions are extremely important. But so, so is the look and feel, the brand, the who am I, the what am I, why should you trust me? Part of a website is also doubly important. So let's talk about that a little bit, you know, because I'm, I love me some branding. How do you take your brand, your brand messaging, the essence, the emotional connection to you, the experience of your brand and allow the website to promote that experience? Like, how do you weave all of that in? Like, what are the components of making your brand come to life on a website? I think it's the doubly the imagery that you're using and the word choices. The copywriting and images are so important um, depending on your business. But if if it's a personal brand-based business or a service-based business, then you have to use images that end word choices that are relevant to your specific target market, your specific avatar. They have to see themselves when they come to your website. Um, Looking at it from, I always give this analogy to people about walking through a department, a mall, and seeing all the shops. Like you as as a woman walking through a mall, you immediately know which stores are for you. 
Right. Whether it's, you know, the little teeny bopper Claire's boutique, is that still a thing? Yeah. Versus a, a nice jewelry store. You know where your budget lies. And you can see from the fonts that they use, the colors that they're using, which, you know, brand identity, all of that. But it's also the word choices, luxury, high end, or, you know, just you could just see it. And that's how your website should be. You should look at a website and go, that's for me. Click or that's not for me. Bye. Yep. And bombshell, how many times over the past seven years have I said that? I want people to land on your website and say, yes, that's for me or no, that's not for me. That's and like, right. we are very much redoing some websites right now, but I just was talking with my coach and I asked him what he thought about, I mean, we had a professionally done commercial that is on our employer brand central website. And I asked him about it and he was like, Oh no, super clever. I liked it. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, I know it's a little zany, but like, that's how I do. Like I want people to not take themselves so seriously and to have fun in the process. So if that's not you, I want that video mm-hmm. to turn you off. I want you to be like, who's that? Like this company's not for us. We need somebody way super formal and buttoned up. And I'll be like, see us right on down yep. the road. Have yep. a, I hope they do well for you. And they will. It's not a, you suck. I don't want to work with you. It's just, we are not going to work well together if yeah. you're so uptight. And then mm-hmm. I'm trying to have fun with you. <laughs> and that's so my website is pretty similar. I in all over my website is me in either a denim jacket or a denim shirt, jeans, very casual because I don't want anybody to to think she is so corporate and perfect and you know, glamour headshot. That's not me. I'm casual and fun and fun loving, and my website shows it. And again, you know, I talk about my dogs on my website more than you yeah. know. <laughs> But but conversely, from what I was saying before about your website, they should look at your website and know immediately what people also need to. So, so many people want to be so generic with their website. They're afraid of turning people off that they don't turn anybody on. So that is such a, a an issue that I see no matter what kind of website that I'm looking at is it doesn't speak to anybody. So if you if you think your audience is questioning who you are and what you're about, then that's that's worse than than speaking to the wrong person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. And you do, and you know, of course, there are vanilla baked chicken websites. And it's like, mm-hmm. if I can't just as a lay person understand who this product is for, then how it's not going to hit that person between the eyes that you want. Mm-hmm. So what's a step that somebody can take to ensure that their website speaks to their ideal customer? I, I would say the number one thing would be the, the colors and the fonts that you're using and that, you know, so many people would disagree with me on that. But when it's a high-end product, a high-end service, you want to look high-end and you want to look unique and different. And that is an instant decision. Yeah. That is not, it's more instant than reading a word. Now, your headline, big, big, nice headline, very call to action focused headline is important. But, you know, I can look and see if it's for me right away before I read a word. Yeah. So that, that, I think colors and fonts and just that feel, you can feel it when it's right. I 100% agree with you, but then I feel like I have to put a time out here because for years, my bombshells have heard me say like, that's an afterthought. Like that's an afterthought. 
But what Jody is saying is you're so clear on who your person is mm-hmm. and you have that messaging down. Yes. So now your house is going to look like what the experience is inside of your house. If you mm-hmm. come to my house, you're going to like, you're going to feel very warm. You're going to feel relaxed. It's going to feel cozy. You're going to feel at peace. Like that's the point. But that didn't happen because I chose that. It's because this is my lifestyle and here here are my values and this is what's important mm-hmm. to me and this is how I entertain and this is, you know, people coming in my house and staying or whatever. Like I took all of that in consideration before I started buying things, picking colors and all that. So right. time out on Amber always says, don't worry about that. But it is, that is the first impression. So once you get the messaging and the branding from the brand experience right, then you know exactly how to catch their attention. And I used to keep, I like this literally has happened twice in the past week. So I need to get these magazines back. But I used to keep luxury magazines just right here so I can pop them out and show people like, do you see all the negative space? Do you mm-hmm. see that it is a serifed font? Mm-hmm. You see that it is one image, no clip art, you know, <laughs> but like there's, there's just things that like you could say you're a luxury brand, but if I land on it and it doesn't look like the rest of my life and the rest of the ads that I look like, you have now disrupted my experience as a luxury consumer. Yes, that is exactly right. And to your point, you know, most of the people that I'm talking to, they already have website version one probably even website version two. We all do that. I mean, my first website was red, white, and blue. (laughs) So you're right. It's brand messaging is always the most important. Your unique selling proposition, knowing your target audience, knowing all those things, so super important because you can't create that identity, that true visual identity until you know all of those things. Well, it's just like me, like, okay, so I'm a keynote speaker and I have a decent fee that comes with that. And so if I show up to a, a call with a meeting planner and they're about to decide on me and I show up and I haven't brushed my teeth and my hair's a hot mess and I have no makeup on, whether that's right or wrong, don't inbox me with all of your, you know, women are objectified <laughs> stuff because I don't disagree with that, but it is what it is. So we show up polished and also polished is a value. Like that's, mm-hmm. we present a polished appearance at Amber Hurdle Consulting that because that is an expectation of our higher end customers, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if I, it doesn't matter who I am or what my messaging is. If I sit down and their first impression of me is I look disheveled and unkempt, Mm -hmm. they've already made up their mind and it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what words come out. So that's right. I I feel like that's kind of what you're saying with like, get your visual together. So when people land, they go, Ooh, and then they're Mm -hmm. willing to read the message. They're willing to read the message and the message has to be right for them. I mean, that's the second thing in the vacation rental industry. You know, I can speak to this more clearly, but for example, when you land on a website and the first thing you see is basically just the same, a property image, for example, that property image better be the image that is the best image of your property. If you're family focused, it needs to be an image that's showcasing that you are for families, you know, maybe it's a a couple of toddlers play in or, you know, a mom with a book where the kids are in the pool, something that's very focused on that specific target audience. The same with, you know, whatever, whatever service you provide, you want it. I think when in our first episode, we were talking about a friend of yours that does blowouts. Yeah. And we talked about how, you know, her first image needs to be 
a great blowout, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Well, well and I even think, you know, just kind of going back to the vacation rental industry, Tyann Hammond, she's, you know, she's got um, Branson family retreats. And of mm-hmm. course, she's also the queen of the guest experience with touch stay. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember when she was positioning, I can't remember if it was her website or a landing page for that particular listing, but Branson family retreats is known for multi-generational like mm-hmm. homes. And so families, multi-generations come together and stay at their homes. And now she's got some purpose-built ones, which for those not in the industry means like the house was built to be a vacation rental. So when she was looking through different pictures for that, it was like the outside, which was gorgeous mm-hmm. or the inside looking down on that open family space, like the mm-hmm. open concept with the kitchen and the chairs and the sofas and like, and the routine feedback on that post was like, I can see my family in this yeah. picture. I can't see it on the outside of it. It's just a house when I look at yeah. it that way, but mm-hmm. I can see my, my mom cooking and my kids mm-hmm. playing and my, you know, my grandkids or, you know, that sort of thing. Right. So. Yeah, that is exactly right. Well, I just love watching people do that, like ask mm-hmm. people and get the feedback and then you can read through and then like, that's just marketing gold, right? So yes, it is marketing gold. And it's true. It's just, it's so true. And, and people, I, I have a saying, generic marketing is bad marketing. Um, if you're not being specific to somebody, you're not being specific to anybody. And visually, that is, you know, just as important, if not more so. Now we're in a visual world. It's more important, you know, for example, Instagram. People are going to go through an Instagram, just like a website. They're not going to read. They're going to look at pictures. That's what they're looking at. Videos, images. They want to see, does this relate to me? Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, I got to get my game back on in that department. Um, so this, I don't think I asked this question the last time we talked, but I'm going to throw it out there and see what you think. I am a little underwhelmed personally with AI. And I know that like you can put all of these prompts and like, there's all kinds of things that you can do. And and then like every time I'm like, oh, okay, well, I underutilized it. Okay. So what is it that you say to do? Okay. I'm going to do that. Nope. Still could have done that better by myself. Like, mm-hmm. I see it as like a research tool. I don't think it's really like a replace a person tool. And people are all like, and I'm like, because you're a shitty writer. That's why. Sorry, I usually don't cuss on this show. I apologize. Um, <laughs> hopefully the kids aren't in the car on this one. But like, you're just not a good writer. So of course, whatever chat GPT pumps out is going to feel good to you. So how do you think that's going to impact the difference like in websites and people's expectations and things like that? You know, I think it's because you and I both believe in authenticity so strongly because I feel the same way. I'm so totally o- underwhelmed with ChatGPT or in all of them. And I use them. I mean, I use I definitely. Me too. But like you said, for me, it's it can be an enhancement. Like yesterday, I was just looking for some word choices and asked for 15 synonyms of a word. Yeah. And that was such a huge help for me, but I still want to write my own messaging. It still comes from me. So I tell people, even if you're bad at writing, what I tell people to do is to talk right, to talk and record and transcribe. You can pay their services. You can pay like five bucks to get a whole page transcribed. So good. And that's your, that's you. That's your authenticity speaking. Yeah. 
And you can always throw a sentence or two or three into a chat or, or put the whole thing in there. Give it the prompt, you know, make this funnier or here's two lines. Can you give me some synonyms that I could use? I mean, make this more clear. You can actually ask it to write it more in an active voice or a more passive voice, you know, different things that you can do to enhance it. Mm-hmm. But you still want your authentic words and your authentic tone to come out. So to test it one time, I gave it a prompt and then I gave it like the tone. Like, so my brand mm-hmm. has, I don't know, five words that represent the tone of voice that we use when we're online or mm-hmm. doing any type of writing. And it came back with the biggest pile of horse manure. Yeah. I died laughing, died mm-hmm. laughing. I mean, if you're sassy and you're Southern and like, I mean, it is like, well, y'all need to get down on over here yonder and like exclamation point. That's fun. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, (laughs) bots are not writers. (laughs) We're not there yet. (laughs) Yeah, they're not writers. I was just, I just saw a Facebook post yesterday. A lady said, what are the words that you see most often uh, from the chat GPT? And it was so funny. It was elevated boutique. You know, it was a top notch and everybody was saying the same words because that's what it spits out, spits out those words. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I had it try to write something for me for a website I was just working on that was I wanted a more of a romantic kind of feel and my brain was dead and I it was just the most ridiculous (laughs) I mean, it was literally like an eight-year-old looked at, at a thesaurus and and looked up words and spit them out. And you know, it's they say it's getting dumber. Now, again, I think that there is a great. It is you know, like if you say, you know, you're wanting to write a blog post, for example, yeah, and you say, you know, outline a blog post about this topic. Yeah, it is great at that. It's Agreed. great at starting ideas. It's great for research. But I just, I hate the thought of the our world being taken up by people who are just regurgitating chat. GPT. And underachieving. It's so underachieving. And yeah. hire somebody, you yeah. know, it's, you know, and I know not everybody has the budget for that, but we're going to be in a space soon where people can read your website, read your social media and know instantly that you did not write this. Yeah. That's even more of a turnoff than thinking, well, they tried at least. I mean, it would be for me. People are paying people who are saying like, I'll show you how to completely eliminate having a marketing person buy my chat GPT product. And it's like, well, you're willing to pay that person to show you shortcuts, but you're not willing to pay somebody to just do it. Right. So anyway, sorry. And rant. Sorry, my dear yeah. listener. Uh, I'm a ranter. I have ranted with several people over this topic um, because from, and also I feel like it's so disingenuous to tell people, oh, you can write a hundred social media posts in three in an hour with this. Well, yeah, but they're wrong. Yeah, they're wrong. Business doesn't exist anymore. Or, you know, there's just so many things that does wrong that you're spending as much time researching and finding out if it was accurate as you would have been if you just sat down and done it. Yeah, but you're a responsible content creator. Not everybody is. So they'll just schlep that stuff out and then done, check in the box. And then there's people dumb enough to buy from them. So there's like, let them all have each other. So, um, can you tell me, because I know you've you've had some really good experiences where somebody's come to you, they're maybe not like crazy struggling, but they're just frustrated with their 
conversion, they're frustrated with being able to attract the right people, whatever that frustration is. Can you tell us a story of somebody who came to you, you built them a website or rebuilt their website or helped them with their marketing? Like what was the pain? And then what did you do? And then how did they get better? Like, was it increase in sales? Was it just like, I'm, I'm not embarrassed on my website anymore? Like, what's, what's your favorite story to tell? Oh, I have a couple of really good ones, but I will tell you my most recent story. So I, um, here in the Hill Country, uh, I've worked with this lady who ironically heard me on Heather Bear's podcast years ago, and then we live in the same town. Oh, wow. And um, she had glamping kids, six glamping yurts. Um, since then, they've acquired another 40-acre property near, closer to Austin, and they built 10 more. They had Buku. I mean, it's a really super nice yurts. Nice views, beautiful romantic true spaces. glamping, glamping, true glamping, and they had tons of influencers, media attention. So they were con- booked like solid, booked, booked, booked. Well, but then what happened is they built ten more. COVID happened. They kind of lost their influencer thing, and they were still booking, but they needed help. So I did. Um, I used to work for a conversions and optimizations agency. So one of the services that I provide is I'll do an actual Google Analytics audit of your site. So I did an analytics audit, SEO audit of her website, did a whole video over what she should change and why. Of course, trying to sell my website design services. I've been trying to sell them to her for years. We launched her site on July 4th. By July 9th, their conversions were up 900%. Oh my gosh, Jody! Their time on page of the site for each page of the site went from an average of less than a minute to over 11 minutes. Time on site, not time on page. They were scrolling through multiple properties. You could see their progression through the site where they were staying on the pages, watching the videos. I have I had a hot jar set hot up jar. maybe with hot jar. Yeah, I had hot jar set up for so your for your audience is a. Um, it basically does screen stop so you can see the users traveling through the page, where they're clicking on buttons, what they're looking at, how much time they're spending, and you can see recordings. So we set that up. We could see, you know, that they were flipping through the photo galleries and all the things that they were doing. And so I've made little changes since then um, to their design. So, for example, one of the call to action buttons was not being clicked on enough. So I made the, I changed the call to action, made it bigger, made the button a little brighter colored um, to encourage. And that was one of the photo galleries. So I was, we are both like, she is thrilled. Of course, of course it is. It's absolutely amazing. And what I love about it is it proves my point. Their, their website is gorgeous. It is very branded. It is full of big, huge, beautiful, bright images, but it's a booking site. When you go there, you know it's an experience. You know that it's perfect for you. It's a romantic glamping experience, but you can you can book a property. You can search, find, book. And if you can't book, we have calls to action all over what's the next step to get on a waiting list or to get on the, you know, the last minute call list, et cetera. That's and people cool. are doing that as well. So it's, it works if you, if it really works to differentiate, you want to show your differentiator, whatever kind of business you have, once you really spell out that brand, 
you know, through your imagery, spell out how you're different, why you're different, different, why you're better, and then give them the means to to make those decisions and to know what the decision is, then you're going to succeed with the website. I love it. So good. So good. I'm taking it all in too as I'm doing my stuff. Anyways, so I could sit here and ask you a hundred more questions, but I probably passed time now. Um, that imaginary time that I always shoot for and never quite uh, land on. Thank you, <laughs> Bombshell, for uh, just hanging in there with me. And we just don't have drop off. Like we really don't. So it's like, I, I know that I need to stay on time for like them to be on a treadmill or commute or right. whatever, not go much past that. But um, funnily, they just keep listening. So um, last question before we find out all the different ways that we can find you on the interwebs. I always ask and I don't even remember what your what your answer was last time. I think I do. I think I do actually. But what is that parting piece of advice that you would offer to a bombshell, a bold, brave, unwaveringly confident woman in business? It's probably the same advice you give. I 100% believe in being you and that will attract the right people to you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in, what business you're in, you know, I mean, Look at both of us. You are super put together, beautiful red nails, perfect hair, nice jewelry. You just look like a bombshell. And you're, you know, you're so branded and on brand consultant brand and you're a success. And look at me. I'm in a denim shirt. I've got like my grandma's picture of her cats behind me. On the <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm me, you're you, but we're both very successful, love what we do. And, you know, I think that so many people, and me included, tried to be something we weren't, weren't finding success that way. And rather than just think, you know, I'm going to be myself now, they they gave up. And man, every woman, every and every man too, but I'm speaking to the bombshell women out there, that if you just know who you are and stay true to that, then you're going to, you're going to succeed. Yeah, I totally agree. And of course, our empress of the universe, Dolly Parton. Um, you know, she's, she says, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's find out who you are and then be that on purpose. Like really intentional. Yeah. And I'm like, that's personal branding in a nutshell. Like define and position your value. That's what she's saying. Like you can define your value and define who you are, but if you're not being it on purpose, if you're not finding ways to show people that's who you are, no, you're going to be a secret. So that's, that's right. And she is so great at Look at her brand. Oh my God. Everything that she's created based on talent and also being true to who she is. You know, my dog's name is Jolene. Yeah, that's right. I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a yeah. huge Dolly fan. I have a Dolly Parton hanging over my um, washing machine because I hate laundry and she makes me happy when I see her. So I've got yeah. her and Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my laundry partners. <laughs> and that's then I have awesome. the one that's uh, next to it as I'm walking into the garage that says, let that shit go. <laughs> and that is Amber in a nutshell. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Let's look at then finding you online. So your website is jodyborn.com Jody with an I. And of course, all of this will be in the show notes. If you go to amberhurdle.com forward slash podcasts with an S podcast with an S, um, you'll find Jody's episode there. But um, yes, it is Jody with an I, J-O-D-I born like Jason born, B-O-U-R-N-E. And then if you're in the vacation rental industry, they can go to jodyborn.com forward slash savvy host. Yes, but 
I can actually just say the Savvy Host podcast because now I have the website for that. So I have a I'm on episode 13 and people love it. And it's 25 minute short, actionable, like tips. It's like get off get off the podcast and you can actually do this thing right now. Right now. Uh-huh. And people Why are like this. And yeah. And then but so yes, jodyborn.com backslash savvy host, but it should take you to savvy host uh podcast. Wonderful. And I know that I have a ton of listeners who are in the vacation rental industry. So make sure you go check that out. And then we can find you on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. um, where you don't spend a ton of time, but the vacation rental industry does. So Mm -hmm. I need to be there. Uh huh. And then um, Instagram is Hey Jody Born. And then Facebook is Hey Jody Born. And then are you dancing on TikTok these days? No, no, I'm not. I am on threads though, um, which kind of reminds me of old school Twitter. So I'm kind of enjoying that a little bit. But yeah, yeah. I haven't really messed with it yet because I'm like, I can barely keep up with what I have, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll dive in. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jody, um, you have given a plethora of really wise, doable advice today. So thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Take two. I know. Take two. Thank God too. It's like my friend (laughs) and not that I wouldn't want you to have the amazing experience as a guest, but if I have to ask somebody to re-record, at least it's somebody that's my, my pal. So bombshell, this was, I think a really tactical episode. If you haven't looked at your website lately, I would encourage you to just review it and think about the things that Jody's talked about today. See if this really punches your idea. Let's not be violent. Let's (laughs) <laughs> if this really inspires your ideal customer, if it connects with them on an emotional level, does it really speak to the type of customer that you're trying to attract both in like I land on it? What's my first impression? Did Amber show up to her Zoom call with makeup and her hair brushed or not? Like that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And then also just kind of go through and, and ask yourself, does my ideal customer know what to do? Mm-hmm. What I want them to do next on this site. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, I say it all the time. Our bombshell community is not one that like gets into a Facebook group and chats it up the way that we help other women is we share these episodes. We, you know, talk about the things that we've learned in our lives. We see a need and we fill it as women because, oh, that's another powerful woman like me. And I know how hard powerful women have it in this world. (laughs) That sounds so backwards, but it's the truth. And, um, you know, we're, we're not really asked to be that, but we are, and then people are a little intimidated or they don't want you to have that power or they're, you know, they want to tear you down because everybody likes to pet a winning horse until that horse has won too many times. And so we kind of have to have each other's back here. So I'm asking you either share this episode, share Jody's website, do whatever you can do to help another bombshell who might need to increase her conversions, improve her website. And this is how you can help her become more confident in her brand, more bold in her brand. Um, And that's just how we roll in the bombshell community. So with that last note, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the bombshell business podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshell businesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.